0: It's perhaps telling that one of the biggest movies of the year was basically a concert, uh, Taylor Swift, The Era's Tour. Taylor Swift had a big year, as you probably already know. Uh, but it was a big, big year for live music, uh, an insanely successful year for concerts uh, that uh, we're really in, as uh, Polestar describes it, a uh, historic golden age of live music. And maybe that speaks to a couple of things. Uh, the fact that live music was uh, more or less shelled for a couple of years and some pent up demand. And maybe now, with the way in which we consume music, tours, concerts being more important to artists themselves. Uh, but according to Polestar, total grosses for the 2023 worldwide top 100 tours are up 46% to $9.17 billion. Up from 6.28 billion the year before, so it wasn't just Taylor Swift, although she did set the record this year. But you had Elton John with the Farewell Yellow Brick Road tour earlier in the year, that was huge. Beyonce, her Renaissance tour, that was huge. And look, these big stars—certainly Taylor Swift and Beyoncé—they're not slowing down. So, 2024 might be more of the same. Joining us for some thoughts on what a big year it was for live music. Very pleased to welcome to the program here this morning, Alan Cross, a music historian, writer, broadcaster, host of the history of ongoing history of new music, which, by the way, just marked episode 1,000 this past weekend. Alan, congrats on that, and welcome to the program.
1: Well, thank you, and uh, glad to be here.
0: So, yeah, I mean, we, we kind of knew this was a big year for concerts, but when you see the numbers, when you see the stats, just how huge it was, what did you make of that, first of all?
1: Well, first of all, you got a lot of people on tour. Uh, if you talk to anybody who rents tour buses, PA equipment, hires roadies, all that sort of stuff, uh, there was a real run on those services. Everybody was on the road. A lot of people were looking to make up for those two years that nothing happened during COVID. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that's happened is the economics of the business have changed where you're not making an awful lot of money selling music. You're making all your money playing live. You make a, a bit, if you're, if you're streaming, uh, from your streaming uh, uh, accounts on, on all the different services, but mostly you're making money. And in order to replace all the lost revenue from not selling CDs anymore, you've got to tour more. You've got to play more shows. Uh, and then there's the other thing is and that it wasn't really mentioned in the Polestar article that ticket prices are more expensive than ever. So yeah, yeah. of course, uh, <laughs> grosses are going to go up because people are paying more. I can't remember what the what the average ticket price was, but I, I, I want to say 136 dollars somewhere around yeah, there. Yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's everything from uh, you know paying 10 bucks to go see a, a, a band in a small venue to spending $1,000 for a VIP seat up front for a Taylor Swift show or whatever. So ticket prices are up substantially as well. And the reason they're up is twofold. First of all, just inflation, all that stuff that I mentioned earlier about tour buses and roadies and PA equipment, oh, that that costs more. Uh, And the other thing is that we're willing to pay it. The uh, you know promoters and managers and artists are still probing exactly how much we're willing to pay for a, a two-hour concert extravaganza, and that uh, they're realizing that for for many many years, going to a concert which gives you two or three hours of you know high-profile entertainment. Uh, has been undervalued when compared to uh, a theater production, even a, 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 a hockey game. You know, if if um, you know the Flames are doing well, you know how much is it going to cost you to get a good seat at a Flames game? Pretty, right. pretty, well, you know, a lot. So um, they're still probing to see exactly how much we're willing to pay before we go. Enough is enough.
0: Yeah, there's quite a variation. I mean, Taylor Swift had the biggest tour of the year. The average ticket price for Taylor Swift, $238. Uh, Drake, interestingly, was 10th on the list. He had the highest average ticket price of $259. Right in front of him, though, is his uh, Canadian cohort, The Weeknd. Average ticket price of only $100. So that that's quite a difference.
1: It, it is, and it, it speaks to two things. Uh, first of all, what the fans are willing to pay. And secondly, the, uh, the size of the venue that they're playing. So the weekend will play some really, really big shows, and uh, that means there should be a larger percentage of lower price tickets, which brings the overall ticket price down.
0: We see these big names at the top of the list, right? And Taylor Swift had a massive year, Beyonce, and you know Harry Styles, Drake, people like this. So the the big stars are doing well, but what does it mean for those you know further down, right? Uh, those in in the mid range, the independent artists, the smaller groups and acts? How about them?
1: That's a really good question. A lot of them um, are, are, are are suffering. They they have to tour because they're not making any money elsewhere. Now, it's not only ticket prices where they're making their money, but they're also making money from selling merch mm-hmm. um, when they when they set up at a, at a particular place. Um, some of them are still making up for tours that they had to have canceled in 2020, 2021, and into 2022. And some of them were obligated to tour to make up those dates uh, at the rate that they signed for contractually back in those days. So I still hear every once in a while of an artist going out on the road, playing 25 or 30 dates and coming home owing money because they just didn't make enough money to uh, cover their costs. Because again, you know, they are contractually obligated to uh, play these shows because the tickets had already been sold in advance and they're not going to make up any more money for those, those tickets that were sold in 2020. Uh, and and the the inflation is just you know eating up any margins that they may have realized. Twenty
0: twenty four looks to be more of the same. I know Taylor Swift's got some Canadian dates, but she's going to be busy next year. Pink has some Canadian dates. She's going to be busy next year. She had the eighth biggest uh, tour in in twenty twenty three. So uh, no sign of any of this slowing down.
1: No, and I the Rolling Stones are going out on tour again. Nice. Uh, we're going to pro- we won't see any. We might see some Ed Sheeran uh we won't see Elton John so he's he's done for for the foreseeable future we may see more of of U2 because they uh you know are going to be coming off uh in march they'll be finishing up their their dates at the sphere in las vegas which by the way is a fantastic production It's worth every dollar that you spend <laughs> yeah. on it um and and you know once we get into you know we, we've had some tours announced for the early part of uh of the year um, for example the red hot chili peppers they'll be going out again uh for a big tour uh and then we start getting into the festival season and seeing who's on the road madonna of course is going to be out there as well mm-hmm. uh so it yeah it should be another big year and again the, the the question is how much when a lot a lot of these shows have already gone on sale um and a lot of shows are already, uh, you know, booked and sold out right to the end of the year. I mean, Taylor Swift, for example, and answer tour finally next November in Toronto. Uh, and the Foo Fighters are still touring. So the question, how much are people going to, how much are how much are these tickets going to cost? And there's, there's also a bit of a, a red flag out there is that the U.S. Congress is looking into um, the fees that are associated with tickets being sold for entertainment events. All right. And and we'll see if that has an impact on, on overall grosses. Much
0: more at uh, your website, journalofmusicalthings.com. Alan, I always appreciate it. Thanks to make some time Look- for us here.